Hey everyone, how are you today? My name is John. This is Three Questions, and I have a special guest today. Um, I have Lindsay Dempsey. Um, she is my wife, and I am honored to have her on today. How are you doing today, Lindsay? I'm great. Happy to be hanging out at our, in our dining room. Yes. This is the uh, first time I could have a live in-studio guest. <laughs> so, uh, thank you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so... You work for Comcast, yep. right? Why don't you tell us what your role is there? Sure. So I am a senior director over our business and data intelligence team for our Comcast business, which is our commercial product. So my team is responsible for, um, in layman's terms, collecting um, all data points that help drive our business, um, you know, whether we're making financial decisions, we're making product decisions, sales decisions, um, we're helping to kind of be at the forefront of helping inform those decisions as well as providing support after the fact um, to help assess business decisions made and, and, you know, manage the business that way. Okay. And then why don't you share a little bit about your background? So before you took this role, you were in the finance world of Comcast, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I worked in more finance specific roles for the last, I guess, really since I started my career out of college, I've been in more of a finance and accounting world. Um, and prior to this, I worked in, in the cable side of things, which as most of you know, is your day to day cable service, you know, your Xfinity service. Um, I worked in that space for about six and a half years, handling basically all financial and subscriber reporting and analysis for the cable segment. And then in the last two years, I spent some time in our advertising segment, um, really based in financial and strategic planning. So building out long range planning models, forecasting, budgeting, and so on. And then I recently have transitioned to a role, and I say recently because it's been about five weeks, maybe this is the sixth week, um, in, a, in the business and data intelligence role, which is, which is a combo. I'm probably one of the only people on the team with a finance background. Mm. Um, I'm managing a lot of very data-intensive data and, and technical skill sets on the team currently. Okay. Okay. So my first question for you, um, how are you tackling normal day-to-day -day business in, in this new virtual space we're all in? Yeah, so I think that was the challenge that we all navigated last week. So we went to a work-from-home model starting last week, which I think most of the state and country have navigated. So we, I would say at Comcast, value significantly the face-to-face -face interaction we really put a, a heavy precedent there to, and not that we don't support working remotely, but we really value just being in office, gathering as, as a team, having one-on-one -on -one conversations in person. So we had to very quickly adapt and, and really make sure that we could help, one, support our customers and be available for customers, making sure they have access to the internet, but two, making sure that we're available as a leadership team for our teams to reach us that we're accessible. Um, we have been leveraging Microsoft Teams where it's basically been a, a highly collaborative workspace for 
you know, basically like instant messaging one another. In addition to my team has a specific channel, I think it's called. I'm still getting up with the, the nomenclature there. But we have a team's channel um, and you can have different channels within. So we have a, a leadership channel where it's myself and the managers can connect very quickly. We have a larger channel for our whole team. So we've been posting, like I try and start the day posting myself or someone else is posting kind of an inspirational like, hey, we're in this together. You know, we're we're all navigating it, whether it be balancing your your kids, balancing your spouse, um, you know, kind of working through this new work from home environment. So I think the biggest the biggest focus has been just open communication, connection and being graceful yeah. to one another through it. No, those are great points. So have you had to get a lot of um, advice on how to balance your spouse in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> Um, or more for the kids. No, I think it's the kids, right? No comment. No comment. No, I'm just kidding. I think you have to find your outlet. Um, I know I joke. I think we, we both have a strong friend group from our high school Mm -hmm. days where I know we both have group chats with them and probably fire off the, um, you know, random vent here Mm. or there about whatever, whatever's bugging us. So I think in in this current state, it's finding your support system, and I know just you and I last week took a walk outside, right? Yeah, like we took yeah, a morning nice. walk for fifteen minutes and just kind of cleared our heads together. So, I think it's right now we need to balance work and life. I agree. I agree. It's blending. Yeah. Pretty consistently. Yeah, I would say the kids are tougher than you. You're really not that hard to yeah. balance. I try. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what tips and tricks would you like to share with others, you know, also, you know, in the same situation as you? Yeah, I I think the most important thing, I'll, I sound repetitive, but it's really the communication. I know I block. So I started this week, basically in learning from what worked well and what didn't work well last week, I've been reserving the first 30 minutes of my calendar to connect with at least one person on my team directly. So whether I ping them and say like, hey, can we have a quick Teams call? Or I'll give you a quick call on your cell phone. Let's just connect on whatever it is. Maybe it was something that came up yesterday. Maybe it's a project they're working on. Um, And really getting the level set, like if it's one of the managers that report to me, for example, just getting a pulse. How's the team doing? You know, have you connected with the team? How did your team meeting go? Um, making sure that I just engage and again, the team, my team that's doing the work, the day-to-day work, for Mm -hmm. example, might be managing, you know, yesterday we had a network outage, we had VPN outage for a couple hours and, you know, that causes downstream delays on other processes. So making sure that the team is aware, um, and we're supportive and then, you know, just again, letting them know that I'm here. I'm here to support them and I'm here to help them through their day to day, whatever that makes sense. And the mm-hmm. same at the last half hour of my day, I'm trying to do the same. Mm. So that's good. What about um, something on the technical side? Just in supporting them? Or? Yes, yes. Um, I So right now, we actually we were assessing if we could have 
one or two people take training during this time. Mm -hmm. So we had someone last week, I think everyone is scrambling a little bit in this state to determine business needs. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone is still trying to make sure that they can continue doing business. Um, So we had a company reach out to us with a training offer and obviously they look at Comcast and they're like, hey, you guys are a successful company. You're mm-hmm. managing your day-to-day well. Um, we'll offer you a training solution for your team right now. It's 50% off. We're yeah. trying to just, we're trying to stay afloat too. So we actually invested in training for someone last week where we kind of took advantage of a remote setting where she's not being bothered by people stopping by her desk for questions, different things like that. And we had her shift her capacity to this training for Mm -hmm. two days. Um, And the ask was that she attend this training and she come back. Hopefully when we're back in the office, she can then conduct a training for others on the team. So we made a small investment, I would say. um, And we're hoping that that kind of pays off as we can invest in some other technical skill sets and, and, ensure that we're supporting those folks as well nice that that's great i think that is uh one of the biggest opportunities in front of us right this i keep saying opportunity of time Mm -hmm. we all have time in front of us that we're now forced to use because before we we've had opportunities of time that maybe we just didn't utilize but now we have to right yeah so training you know training is one of the biggest things that you can you can use this opportunity for so very cool yeah, we've, we've also encouraged, we haven't done it yet on my team, but we're going to try to, using some free time too and doing like virtual coffee with your team. Mm. Um, I think everyone right now is semi-hesitant to use like the video chat. <laughs> no one wants to be behind their camera or their, their laptop or their computer webcam, but we've talked about having like coffee breaks, right? Because Mm. how often are you at work and you're like, hey, Steve, you wanna go grab coffee? And you know, you can walk to a local coffee shop or for example, in our building, we have internal options available. You know, we can can pop to kind of a collaborative space, have coffee and Mm. and organic conversation around something that's going on at work. And now it's, it's a little more forced and intentional just because you have to be like, Hey, Steve, are you free? Can I give you a call? Yeah. Oh, no, you're in a meeting. Let me get back to you in an hour. And then it's kind of lost. So we've been talking about trying to schedule some things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, have a virtual coffee hour or half hour, you know, literally like bring your coffee. Let's just talk. Let's catch up how we normally would in the office. So. Got it. Got it. So, Lindsay, you manage a team of roughly 25 to 30 employees, right? Mm-hmm. And they have a, they speak IT and code with they ease, do. right? Okay. They do. And you know, you had mentioned for the past ten plus years, you're more of a financial background, mm-hmm. and even prior to that, you you know you worked for Big Four, you were KPMG, yep. you were on audit, yep. you have your CPA. So finance, that's your that's your language, your professional language, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. How have you managed this finance versus technical acumen scenario, uh, especially with you only being in role for, what, five weeks now? Yeah. And now we're in this world, right? Yeah. <laughs> so how are you managing this scenario remotely now that you can't just catch up? You said, hey, Steve, let's go get coffee. Yeah. You can't do that face-to-face anymore. Yep. 
Yeah, I so I spent, I would say, the first three or so weeks in role um, having a lot of conversations with my team. So there is a significant learning curve in their day-to-day technical tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these individuals on my team have gone to school. You know, they, they have technical trainings. They are certified in technical skill sets, similar to what I did, right? I went to school for accounting and finance. I graduated. I got certified as a CPA. So very, very similar in nature, but mm-hmm. very different in how we communicate yes. and how we manage our day-to-day. So previously, when I would transition into a new role, obviously in the finance space, I could navigate in as a leader on a team and I'll say gain the respect of the team by way of my finance acumen. I could lean into how to speak finance, right? What does a financial statement tell me? What does a trend tell me? Um, How would I project this impacts our business? In this space, I can't speak code or SQL or things like that. Um, Although I did just joke today that my 2020 stretch goal would be learning SQL by myself. So if there's anyone listening that can help me with that, let me know. Um, But that may be some time that I'm investing in myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Not because I necessarily have to do the coding, um, but I have to understand and appreciate um, what my team does to do their job. So I'm very much the kind of person I don't, I don't care what level you are. I I don't, I'm not very hierarchy driven. Yes, I may be the leader of my team, but you know, my analyst is just as important as my manager. And you know, the analyst is on the, I won't say front lines, but you know, they're doing the bulk of the day-to-day work Mm -hmm. and, and coding logic and extracting large amounts of data to generate dashboards or things like that for, for our stakeholders to use. So I think it's just been navigating it with a lot of questions, a lot of tell me what you do and how you do it, you know, side by sides with people on my team, um, which again, like you said, are very easy. I can I could stop by someone's cube or desk and have them do that for me in person. Mm-hmm. Now we've been leveraging screen shares, you know, share your screen with me. It looks like crazy code, Um but I at least am starting to get an appreciation for what things mean, you know, how they're connecting data points and different things like that. So um, really just navigating a lot of the approach of, of asking a lot of questions, letting them know I'm here to support them and doing my best to just keep everyone working together as a solid team. Got it. So using the opportunity to visually share mm-hmm. has, been, has been crucial. Yes. Okay. Yes. You you said a word there that I'm unfamiliar with. Uh, you said SQL. SQL. So uh, if I'm unfamiliar with it, I imagine there's at least two <laughs> other people out of the four people listening to this who may not know what SQL is. Can you, can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, I'll do the best I can, um, but it is a coding mechanism to extract data. So you can code to a data source and extract a voluminous amount of data. 
um, which you can then use the data that you've extracted to, you could build a dashboard from it, you could build a report from it, um, you could provide the raw data if that's what you know, someone's looking for, mm -hmm. but it's except it's essentially a way to tap into a system that we utilize. I'll, I'll give an example, which may help connect the dots. So say we have a system that is capturing all work orders for our customers. So, you know, John Dempsey Incorporated wants to install Comcast service at his business. Mm -hmm. Someone goes in, goes in and enters that order it's a new customer as of, you know, March 24th. We can then extract all that information out to say, okay, we have John Dempsey Incorporated, we have Bob's Coffee Shop, mm -hmm. you know, whatnot, and, and pull all that information into a single source. It could also include multiple data sets. So we may pull all of our new orders, for example, from one tool. Okay. We may pull adjustments to customers from another system and, and join all that information together. Okay. So that that's pretty intense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so side note, I would definitely use Comcast business for my business. Um, you don't have a choice. Yes. And then, but then a, another side note, uh, from knowing you, uh, how has your proficiency with Excel been relative to working in this, you know, IT code world? So it's been interesting because I have lived and breathed Excel for my career. Um, and now I operate in a world where I don't leverage Excel on a daily basis. But understanding, I will say from an Excel perspective, a couple years back, um, my original role with Comcast, um, I would say I kind of self-taught myself a little bit of VBA coding to leverage, which is something that you can leverage with an mm. Excel. Hold on, what's VBA coding? Uh, Visual Basic. Okay. So it, it, it can sit on top of Excel, for okay. example, or, okay. you know, other, we have like an Excel add-in where we extract a lot of our financial data from. Mm. So we used to leverage VBA to generate a large amount of reporting packages when I was in my financial reporting role. Um, because as you remember, I used to go in at like the crack of dawn mm -hmm. during month end close and my team would generate all these reports in Excel and we would distribute them out to yes. our senior leadership team. So to cut down on efficiencies and, or sorry, to drive efficiencies and cut down on manual processes, I had learned VBA and then we kind of, we spread that across the team. So I dabbled a little bit in that coding world, mm -hmm. which from what I've seen of SQL so far has a little bit of correlation, um, at least in my brain, it may not to more technical people. So my apologies if it doesn't. Um, but I think the learning how to use your tools, whatever your tools may be, is critical. And I think to go back to where we started of investing in yourself and training and determining if you have downtime right now, how do you sharpen your tools, yeah. you know, and really invest in yourself and figure out how that kind of can work into your day-to-day -day right now, yeah. if feasible. Yeah. I Yeah, I totally agree. So... 
one of my phrases is transitional skill sets. Yep. And you may have heard me say it. Um, yeah. That is that is perfect example of where you have a skill set that's relative. It's like, okay, how do I accomplish this thing in front of me that I don't mm-hmm. know how to do? Well, if you look back in your history, personal, work, school, you probably have something similar, right? Yep. So you just need to dive back into that mindset, right? And, and, the, and you know, it's again, it's a transitional skill set. Yeah. So, cool. Um, I got one last question for you. Sure. So, why don't you tell us about what Comcast is doing to help everyone while we are all, uh, all stuck in our home? Yeah, absolutely. So, I would say Comcast usually gets a bad rap. Um, sometimes I understand we don't have the best customer service to solve your issue immediately, but it's always a focus of ours. Um, but I would say in times of need, Comcast usually does the right thing. Um And a lot of what we're doing right now, so the teams have spent a lot of time making sure that we can provide internet to people because right now everyone's stuck at home. Everyone needs internet, for example, to do their jobs, to potentially help their children with schoolwork, Mm -hmm. to help entertain their children, to watch Netflix, right? You know, Netflix runs off the internet. so in this time of need, what, it, what Comcast has done, so we've opened all of our Wi-Fi hotspots, for example, to non-Comcast customers. Previously, if you were a Comcast customer, you would see you know, Xfinity Wi-Fi pop up. You could join it seamlessly, not even realize you were on it. Um, but those hotspots are now available to everyone in our footprint to just make sure that we can help continually provide access to people who may not have access. Um, we've also removed some of our data caps. So giving customers access to unlimited data for the next, call it 30 to 60 days. Um, again, because we're all at home trying to manage working, entertaining our kids, making sure our kids are doing their schoolwork and so on. Um, we're being more generous about waiving disconnecting customers, um, late fees if, if customers are unable to pay their bills. Um, you know, this is obviously a, a time of need for some people where they may have lost their job and, you know, they can't report to work. So helping customers in that space and then also making sure that we make internet available to internet available free to those that would qualify for our internet essentials program, which really focuses again on making sure that families can provide internet to their kids for Mm -hmm. schooling needs um, and for education needs. And the other cool one that I actually just found out about recently is our our content providers um, at Comcast have put together an education section on the X1 box. So if you have the X1 box on the voice remote, you can just say education into your, your remote and there's there's been content combined um, for education purposes. I believe it's by age range. Mm-hmm. I haven't used it yet, I just heard about it. But um, those are some of the things that we've been trying to do as a corporate citizen, um, for lack of better words, to really help the country, yeah. you know, in this time of need. Yeah. That, that's, that's very cool. So personally, I, I have heard some of this, you know, just, just through our conversations at the dinner table recently. It, it's nice to see, you know, larger companies just doing what's right. 
as opposed to yeah. will we make money or you know what is our get from this later it's, yeah it's just nice to see no i think we're all i think we're all in a little bit of a state where we've been humbled a little bit mm-hmm. by everyone has been completely removed from their normal day to day and i think candidly we question what the new normal even looks like when we come out of this yeah um i know for me this has probably changed the way we do business going forward whether you know how i manage my team going forward there's been you know a heightened awareness um around connection and communication and availability um but i mean i think in the short term it's just how do we all work together you know as as people and humans and um you know we're all we're kind of we're all in this together i i i feel like i keep saying that to my team but you know not just my team but our family and our friends and yeah. you know we're all in this together and you know the best way we can manage it is just to help one another through it you know be there for someone in a time of need well said so um that is that's my I don't have any more questions for you so cool um I appreciate your time this morning and um, anytime yes I'm happy to be a guest <laughs> and we have to figure out how to teach Sadie to say education into the voice remote <laughs> as opposed to Netflix true story. true story we can work on that tonight awesome all right well thank you Lindsay it's been an honor anytime take care follow my when my feet to know